a bunch of sagebrush swinging from his antler. That's right, he always bugling. Oh, fuck. Oh my god, he's chasing some cows off. He is aggro. He just came sprinting down the hill, flaring his antlers at like a cow and a yearling. He's got some fucking anger issues. This was it, my final trip of the 2013 season, my last chance of finding the big bull I'd lost a week earlier. Yeah, there's snow. Cutting through endless sheets of fall transition, my imagination played a loop of events from the season thus far. More than enough elk were available each time I'd set forth, and my buddies Bobby and Will had been along to witness some epic days of rutting elk commotion. I thought of the many big bulls I'd drawn in to Arrow's Reach and the haunting ordeal from the week prior, which hung over me like the clouds that drenched the region I ventured into once again, solo. Recalling the peering gray light of opening morning and every other morning after that, I pretty much found elk to hunt each day I'd been in the field. Opportunities were there to be made as long as I kept at it, kept working, glassing, calling, tracking, climbing, searching, and trying. I made all of those things happen to the best of my abilities and was for the most part rewarded accordingly with chances to cut my tag. It really was a season of elk hunting at its best. Big focal bulls, relative solitude with great friends along to film. What more could a guy ask for? As gravel roads swirled over the September snow line, the snake I drove upon turned from brown to white. I felt warm inside, embracing what I had been fortunate to experience this season thus far. 
and I was happy to acknowledge and even proud to appreciate all the wonders Idaho's backcountry had given to me. I'd engaged in many great calling dialogues with elk over the season, which by itself is intensely rewarding. But it's hard to feel grateful for long when you've won a marathon only to have the finishing ribbon vanish as you lean forward to break through it. In addition to the big bull I'd lost, I struggled to feel content for it and other mid-season encounters that turned fucky right before my eyes, like a huge tax return lost in the mail. And the IRS responding, tough luck. Maybe you should have worked harder. This stud bull was one of several we'd been glassing from across the canyon. Following several hours of thoughtful, strategic calling, I'd successfully established something of a relationship with the bull, and he finally committed to a head-to-head -head battle. Challenge him. His bugles let us know that he was coming and we maneuvered into position for our ambush. Will and his camera peered over my shoulder while Bobby perched 30 or so yards above and behind us. The wind was perfect. The setup was perfect. My composure wavered like a flag in the breeze as motion of the bull's feet appeared on the trail that passed not 30 yards away. I focused on the tree I'd use as cover to draw my bow when the bull passed behind it in the broadside 24-yard shot that I knew I'd sink. It was like watching a bobber go down in deep water. This bull was on the hook, and all that I had to do now was simply reel him in without tripping on my shoelace, fumbling the rod, and dropping it into the water. His rack slid casually into view, but then it suddenly froze and locked in one direction. He was already within range and only needed to continue a few more yards for my first shooting window. He barked and my heart sank. A barking elk is saying, Whoa, what the fizzizzle? I see something that is not right here. What are you? Like spoken in plain English, I heard the bull continue. I see you, whatever you are up there, but I can't smell you yet. I saw motion in your form, and I'm going to hold back here and bark to try to make you move again so I can be absolutely sure you are indeed a living, moving thing, and probably a threat. 
I'll stand here at this safe distance until I can get the wind to push your true identity to me. And just where is this cocky little bull that was popping off talking shit while I was in the bottom of this canyon? And all the drunken horny cows that were shooting their bikini tops at each other? Where are they now? Why is it totally calm and quiet here? Okay, hey guys, what's going on? I get the feeling this is a trick and I'm not coming any closer until I see or smell an elk right here, right now. Now I knew the tables had turned and I was in a standoff. I began trying anything, even calling to the bull at point blank when his view of me was blocked. I knew better than to expect the bull to accept my calls and resume his saunter towards us like he'd been doing. But at this point in an engagement, anything is worth a shot. There was a sliver of chance he'd step into an opening that could perhaps serve as a shooting window, but I knew this was highly unlikely. imagined the bull now saying nope didn't think so peace out jokers i'm not your sucker standoffs with elk are common when calling them in or trying to sneak into their midst and this encounter was typical of how they unravel. The three of us stood on our trembling knees and shared accountability for our fourth down failure. It was hard to be disappointed in the moment. Being in the presence of a big bull like this, while the wind pushed the scent of his licorice musk in our direction for a change, it's a rare and intensely wild experience. And I think we were all pumped to be there. And it's the only one I've ever had. 
because of grunt tubes. This is the only grunt tube I've ever had also. And I'm really into keeping stuff that I've had for a really long time. Let me just keep making this interesting. I've only had one wallet. I've had this for 26 years. I'm into keeping stuff that I've had. Get it once, you like it. We've been up here calling to these bulls for four or five hours. Across the canyon from where we were at, they talked back. There was one really good bull far up in the pocket that sounded fantastic. So, Will tells me I gotta try this out of grunt too. I blew a couple calls on this one and was like, wow. Now, I'm kind of a hard sell when it comes to products. Like, honestly, a grunt tube is a grunt tube is a grunt tube. I figured, you know, what's really the difference? Well, I blew on this thing and I couldn't believe actually how good it sounded. On top of that, this bowl that was over here cranked back on in response. So, we sat up there for another 15, 20 minutes. I made a couple more casts with this too. These bulls were biting on it. The next thing we knew, that bull that was over there was inside of 100 yards of us. So I don't know, I mean, how much products really played a part in this, but I gotta tell Corey Jacobson, this grunt tube kicks ass. I'm sold, I want one. Will gave me that grunt tube carrying on the tradition that his dad began in giving me the face mask and grunt tube so many years prior. I still use them both, by the way, here in 2020 as I record this now. In the dark of night, I arrived at my parking spot deep in the high desert canyon with the occurrences of my season rolling over and over in my head, and I was grateful. But there was one big bull out there I still needed to find, dead or alive.